Shalom to all. Today's office is Baba Daf Tess, and we are starting about the seventh line with the words of Huna Amar. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Yosef Yantiv, but Rabbi Asher Anchol, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. Rabbi said, right now, Am Yisrael needs a huge Yeshua. There's so many people being Moser Nefesh for us, Begufam, Benafsham, literally. So it's our responsibility to do everything we can to increase in our learning and davening, Beskusam, that they should be healthy and safe and come back safely. And through that, we should be Zaycha to the Gula Shlim Vamites, Bemheriviomenu. Now we go back to the discussion started on Dav Zion. We know that one must pay for damages from Metav. However, we have a pasuk that says Kesef, and the drasha is that even Subin, Bran, can be used to pay. So what's the payment from Metav or Subin? So Rav Huna, Rav Huna says Ay Kesef, Ay Metav. The pesukim are telling us that a person could either use Kesef, he could either use money, or he pays from Metav Haaret. However, Ezra Rav Nachman, Rav Huna, Rav Nachman, Rav Huna, the pasuk tells us Yashiv, he shall return it. Lurabis Shavak Kesef, Afilu Subin. That's including even something that has the value of money, even Subin, even Bran. How can you tell me the pasuk is telling us Kesef or Metav? We include even Subin. So he answers, what are we talking about over here with the Leslie, where he doesn't have anything besides Subin? Ask Mari the Leslie, if he doesn't have anything, Pshita, it's obvious he's allowed to pay with it. What's the Chiddush? The answer is, by the time we might have thought, I mean, a that we tell him, Ziltar Chazavin Kesef. You, Mr. Mazik, have to go and hassle yourself to sell what you have and give the fellow money. Kamashma, the Chiddush is, he doesn't have to do that, and he could pay the Nizik with the Subin or whatever he has, and the Nizik has to go through the trouble of selling it. Number of Asrabas, he says, Ksafim Harayan Kikarka, money is like Karka. Ask Mari in regards to what the Ravasi say this. What's he trying to tell us? Elam, if you want to say Lenin Metav, that's in regards to Metav, meaning money and property is the same thing. Hanuja that's the same thing as Ravuna. What's Ravasi being Mechadesh? And as a little bit of a spoiler, the Gemara is going to come back to this answer and tell us that actually Ravasi is saying the same thing as Ravuna. But in the interim, we try to figure out that perhaps Ravasi is saying something else. Al rather, what's Ravasi trying to tell us? Achim, in regards to two brothers, Shachalku, they split their fathers, Rusha, Venotal Karka, One of them took the property and the other took the money. Karka, and of their father came and took the property. That the other brother can take half of the money that the first brother took. And that's what Ravasi means by saying money and karka is the same thing. Asking Rapshita, that's obvious. Hi, brav, hi, lav, bra. This one's a son and this one's not a son. Both of them are chayav to pay their father's debts. And if one of them ended up paying with his karka, so the other one has to reimburse him with money. Now, Yigdamri, some say, it's all the way around. The brother who took the money can tell the other one, that's the reason why I took the money. With the knowledge that if it's stolen from me, I know I'm not going to get repaid from you. And it's with the following knowledge that you took land, if it's taken away from you, you're not going to get reimbursed for me at all. So this can't be what Ravasi is talking about. Ella, rather, maybe this is what Ravasi is saying. We have two brothers, they split the Yerusha, and they both took property. And their father came and took the portion of one of them. And so in this situation, Ravasi is saying, the brother that still has his property has to reimburse the other one. As like, why did Ravasi have to say that? Ravasi already told us this one time. The Itmar was stated, brothers who split the Yerusha, and a Balchav of the father came and took the portion of one of them. Rav Amarav says, Batal Machlaikas. This division is completely Batal, it's nullified, and they have to redivide whatever property is left. Ushmul Amarshmul says, Viter, he's Mivater, meaning he lost out on his property, it was taken away from him. Tough luck, he doesn't get anything. Ravasi, Ravasi says, Nutal Raviyah Bakarka, Raviyah Bamais, the brother that has property taken away from him gets a quarter of the remaining property, or of a quarter of it, in money. And we explain this. Rav Amarav said, Batal Machlaikas. The division is totally Batal. Why is that? Because that's because he holds Achin Shechalku, brothers who split their father's Jerusha, Yarshim Havu, they're like Yarshim, and therefore they're both chayv to pay their father's debt. And if the property got taken away from one of them, the other one is still chayv to reimburse him for it. Ushmul Amr Shmuel holds Viter, he gave up, meaning he loses everything. Ksavar clearly Shmuel holds Achim Shachakal Kuchais, the brothers who split their father's Rusha are just like they're purchasing property. And it's like they're buying without a guarantee. And therefore, if property is taken away from one of them, that's his tough luck, and he doesn't get reimbursed from the first brother. And Ravasi Omar Ravasi says, He gets a quarter of their property, 
property or he gets paid a value the core of the property in money. And the reason why Rabasi holds that is because Misabkule, he's Misopik. Iki Yarshim Damu, Iki Lakuchais Damu. Are they like Yarshim or are they like Lakuchais? And we know that anytime there's mum that's Motobasafik, we're not so sure who this money belongs to. Chalkin, we have to split it. And that means that half the property is under discussion who it belongs to. And that means that we're going to split that half, making it into a quarter. Hilkach, therefore, Naitol Riba Karka, he takes a quarter of the Karka, or Riba Mais, or he gets paid a quarter in money. So once again, we're trying to figure out what Rabasi is trying to tell us by saying, Safim Harin Kakarka. Umar says, what does it mean that money is like karka? Lenin Meitav in regards to Meitav, that he could either pay karka or he could pay with money. Ask Mari Hachi, if so, I knew the Rav Huna. That's the same thing as Rav Huna beforehand. The more answer is, you're right. Ema, let's say, Vachain Omravasi, the Ravasi also says like Rav Huna. As we said previously, Ravasi is really saying the same thing as Rav Huna. And now to another member from Rav Huna, Amr of Zera, Amr of Huna, Rav Zera says, Rav Huna, the mitzvah ad shlish. When we're dealing with a mitzvah, up until a third. The Gemara asks, my shlish, what does that mean, up until a third? Tesma based on top, Elim, if you want to say shlish beisoi, then a person has to spend a third of his entire money, his household on a mitzvah. For example, if he has lulav or tzitzis or sefer tar to buy, he has to spend a third of everything he has. Well, Elamat, if that's really so, if he has three mitzvahs that come to him at the same time, does that mean he's going to have to spend his entire house? Meaning he's going to have to spend all of his money on these three mitzvahs? That doesn't make sense. So Elam Rav Zeher, Zeher explains, what does Rav Huna mean? The one we're dealing with, Hidr mitzvah, a person has to spend up until a third more on that mitzvah. For example, if a person has two sefer tar to buy and one of them is a third more expensive than the other one, he has to buy the more expensive one. Now, Bayer Vashi asks, Shlish Milagava, Shlish Milabar. How do we view this third, Milagav or Milabar? Now, Milagav means outside, and this is Cheshbin as a third in the classic sense. The price is divided by three, and then a third is added. So if it costs six, one would add two to the total, making it eight. Milabar means on the outside, and here the price is divided by two, and one of those portions is added on, making the total amount a third more than the original. So if the original price was six, another three is added on, making the total nine, which turns out to be a third more than six. I think Mark Clues take let it stand. We're gonna have to wait for Eliyahu Navi to come and answer that. Now, my Rav Amr Meshmed Reb Zera and Ertzoli said in Reb Zera, Achlish Mishaloi. If the price is up until a third more, so then that comes out of his own pocket, and he's only gonna get repaid once he gets up to Shemaim. But Mikan Ve'Eloch, if it's anything more than a third, Mishal Kosh Baruch that comes from Hashem, meaning Hashem is gonna repay him even in this world. And moving on to a brand new Mishnah, which is somewhat cryptic. The Mishnah tells us, Koshachavti Bishmirasai. Anything that I'm chayiv to guard, Hichshatias Niskoi, I've prepared its damage, which means if it causes damage, it's like I prepared it to cause that damage, and that's because I didn't guard it properly, and that's why I'm considered the cause of the damage. The mission continues, If I caused even part of the damage, I'm chayv to pay for the damage as if I caused the entire damage. Now, this is only in regards to the following. In regards to property that don't have an isra mi'ila, meaning if it's not hektish, and also property that belongs to b'nei bris, meaning property that belongs to a yid, not property that belongs to a guy. Also, has to be property that belongs to someone in particular and not Hefker, and in any place. Except if this damage happened in Roshos that's Muchad for the Mazik. For example, if Ruvain's Shar goes into Shimon's property and Shimon's Shar damages Ruvain's Shar, so Shimon is not high for that. Also, if the damage happens in Roshos the Nezik Vehamazik, I think Morsik explained what that means. And lastly, when the damage does happen, the Mazik is high to pay for this damage with the best of his land. So we begin by analyzing the first part of the Mishnah. Says the Brisa, anything that I'm chayv in its shmira, I've caused its damage. Ketzad, what does that mean? So this is referring to the following: Shar a shar or a pit that was given over to a chershayt and a katan to watch, and these people we know are all halachically incompetent. Vezikai, and they damaged. Chayv l'shalim, the owner of the shar or the bar is chayv to pay. Mash enkem be'esh, this is not so when it comes to fire. The Gemara's ma'askinon, what are we talking about over here? Ilim, if you want to say b'shar kasher bar mechosa that this chershayt or katan was handed over a shar that was tied up or handed over a bar that had a cover on it, the chavasogabe'esh, the corresponding case of fire is gacheles a coal and 
the reason why these are all the same is because nothing's going to happen unless some further action is done. The shar has to be untied, the bar has to be uncovered, and the gacheles, the coal, has to be fanned into a flame. What's the difference over here and over there? In all these scenarios, an extra step has to be taken in order for damage to happen. So I have the owner be chayiv in one case and not chayiv in the other. So I'll rather you want to say bashar motor or bar megula that the owner handed over to the cherishaiter katan a shar that was untied or a bar that was uncovered. The chavasan gabeish, the corresponding case of eish is shal heves that he gave over a flame to the cherishaiter katan. Well, the brayster said mashen kem beish to putter that this is not so in the case of eish. The owner is putter. Well, why would that be? Va'amr shalkish shmei the cheskia shalkish says in the cheskia loishanu el shemaser like a chelz v'liba. This is only taught that the owner is putter if he gave over a coal to the cherishaiter katan and the cherishaiter katan fanned it into a flame. So then the owner is putter at least midine adam. Haval shal heves when we're talking about a flame chayiv. Of course the owner is chayiv. He handed over a flame itself to someone who's incompetent. My time. Why would that be? What's the difference? That's because the habari zeka because the hezek the damage is prepared. That's what bari means. It's prepared and it's ready to be done. If you hand over a flame that's ready to light something on fire to a cherishaiter katan, someone who's incompetent, of course you're chayiv for that. So Gemara goes back to the first answer. La'ilam really bashar kashur bar mechosa. The owner handed over a tied up shar and a covered bar to this cherishaiter katan. With the chavsagav eish kacheles and the corresponding case by eish is that he handed over a coal. With the kamer to that which you said what's the difference over here? What's the difference over here? The answer is shar darkilon suke. A shar, it's normal for it to become untied, meaning the shar is going to pull and push and do whatever it can to get out of this rope that's tied to, and eventually will be successful. And the owner should know that, and that's why he's high for giving it over to someone incompetent. And bar darkilon sure, a bar as well, will become uncovered on its own, and the owner should have known that. However, gacheles, a coal, come to shavikla ma'amya amya v'azla. If a person just leaves a coal and doesn't touch it, so it's actually going to get dimmer and it's going to cool off and not do anything. So that's why the owner of the coal is not chayv for giving it over to a charshat and katan. As the Gemara l'Arbiachan, according to Arbiachan and the Amar who says, "Afilu Masrul shall have us nami potter." Even if he gave a flame over to a charshat and katan, he's potter. The Chavasah Hacha b'Shar Motor Bar Megula. That means the corresponding case over here would be he gave over a shar that was untied and a bar that was uncovered. Well, Mashna Hacha, Mashna Hacha. Why would it be over here that he's chayv and over here he's potter? The answer is Hasam Tzavsa the Chersh Kagarim. Over there, it's that Tzavsa, which literally means the grasp of the Chersh, which is causing the damage. In other words, even though a flame itself was handed over to the Cherish, still the Cherish has to do some sort of action in order to light something on fire. He has to walk and go touch the flame to something else. And that's why the owner is not Chayev, at least Medina Adam. But Hach over here, in regards to the bar and the Shar, lights out to the Cherish Kagarim. It's not the Achiza, the hold, or the action of the Cherish that caused it to damage. As we said, the Shar becomes untied on its own, and the bar becomes uncovered on its own. And that's why the owner would be Chayev in the case of Shar and Bar. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow discussing Shar and Bar and other damages, comparing and contrasting them. For now, Everyone should have a wonderful day.